You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's get you ready for the Super Bowl with Seth Joyner, the former Pro Bowl linebacker, spent eight years with the Eagles. You now see him on Fox Sports 1. Seth, thanks so much for taking the time. How are you today? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? Everything's good, man. Greg, glad, glad to have you on the show, Seth. The Eagles are finally back in the in the championship again, but with a backup on their team and obviously led by this defense with Fletcher Cox. Uh, give me your take on what you see uh, when it comes down to the strength of this team and what is it going to take to beat this New England Patriots team? Well, you know, going into the NFC Championship, I felt like, you know, the strength of the team, you know, in my opinion, all season long, is it, it could go either way. You know, I don't think that the defense is any stronger than the offense. But going into the uh, – after Carson Wentz got hurt and going into the NFC playoffs, the NFC championship game, rather, I felt like, you know, we need to run the football, you know, manage the clock, you know, play a nice, safe game, you know, for call a nice, safe game for Nick Foles and let the defense, you know, pretty much try to dominate the game, go one-on-one against this Minnesota defense. That being said, and my, my goodness, you know, I expected for him to win. I didn't expect for, you know, a 38-7 to outcome. Um, and things have kind of changed from the standpoint that, you know, Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, and John DeFilippo really figured out how to, you know, fi- they figured out the right style of play calling and the right plays that fits Nick Foles' skill sets. And with that being the case, um, it just, you know, puts this team in a much, much stronger position to be able to challenge a team like New England. Seth Joyner is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Seth, you won a Super Bowl capping your career in Denver. How important do you think Super Bowl experience is? The Eagles don't have many players who've competed on this kind of stage. Well, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's football. I think, you know, the experience piece of it comes from, um, you know, how you prepare leading up, you know, how you approach the game. Um, you know, once the once the whistle blows and, you know, the, the national anthem is sung and the fighter jets fly over and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's really just football. You know, once you get hit in the mouth, you know, now you get down to the business of football. It's what you've been doing all year long. Now, as the game progresses um, from a strategic and a coaching perspective, there are some things that, you know, that experience will offer. Um, but the, but as far as the game is concerned, I mean, once the game gets started, you know, what what is there to experience? Every one of those guys on the field, on both sides of the field, have been doing this ever since they were nine, ten years old. Seth, when you when you look at how Tom Brady actually plays the game, and you being on the defensive side of the football, you, you know when you allow a quarterback to sit in the pocket and be comfortable, especially on a stage like this, if you don't apply the pressure on him quick. You can be behind by 10 points and never can recover. Uh, what do you think it's going to take to apply that pressure on him? Because it seems like every time someone does, especially Jacksonville, I mean, he still find ways to get it done and end up winning games. Well, I think that, you know, there's two pieces. And I think that, you know, this football team, this Philadelphia Eagles football team, more than any other team in the league, when you talk about special teams, defense, and offense in all three phases, I think that this team is best suited to beat a Tom Brady-led team. Um, and, and people will ask why. You know, from a defensive perspective, they can rush four and get pressure. That gives you seven guys to drop into covers. They run a multiple of covers. There's everything from man to zone to zone blitzes. They do a lot of different things. And to be honest with you, you're not going to fool Tom Brady. 
you know, I think one of the most crucial things is, you know, the the New England Patriot offense is pretty much a timing offense. Tom doesn't want to stand in the pocket with the ball. He doesn't want down the field routes. What he really wants to do is employ a short passing game, three yards here, five yards here, four yards there, first down, three yards here, five yards here, four yards here, first down. And he just wants to move down the field. That's the way they want to, the, the, the way that they want to operate their offense. They want to dominate the ball and they want to get you in a position where you're from where you're behind and then they force your hand to do some things, you know, that's uncharacteristic of you defensively. Make you bring some blitzes that he can get a pre snap read on. Now they take their shot down the seam one on one with Gronk or, you know, down the field with um um Brandon Cooks or or um I forget the 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 other kid the other kid's name number fifteen. Um Chris Hogan. That's Yes, that that's that's where they that's where they really hurt you. But you know, Philadelphia's got to you know we've got to get up on those guys and we got to be uh, physical with them. You know, you got to throw off the timing when you play a, against a timing based offense. You know, a quarterback has a progression, and if a guy's supposed to run a ten yard hook and he's not there at ten yards when he's supposed to be there, then that quarterback's got to move on to the next guy in the progression because the time is not there that allows him to wait for that guy to get to 10 yards when he's there, when he's at his progression. He just can't wait, you know. And with the kind of pressure that the Philadelphia Eagles front four can apply, if we can get up and inhibit, you know, some some routes, if we can throw off the timing of some guys that are on the line of scrimmage, um, then they've got a chance. they got a shot at slowing this offense down. But if they can apply pressure and move Tom off his spot, make him make him uncomfortable in the pocket. Listen, when the Giants beat him twice, and when um, the Denver Broncos before heading into Super Bowl Fifty, you know, took him apart in Denver, it was the same. It was the same type of deal. You know, they brought pressure. They made him uncomfortable. Denver actually made him look pretty pedestrian. They made him look really average in that game. But that's what pressure does. It's, it's every quarterback's kryptonite, and Tom is no different. But if you let him sit back there, listen, he said, "I, I, you know, why would I quit now? You know, I got all the answers to the test. You're 100 percent correct. You're not gonna, he's, you're not gonna fool him. He knows where all the holes and all the weaknesses are in the um, in zone coverages. You can't disguise anything." And against man coverage, if you give him a pre-snap read, he knows where his mismatches are, and he's going to attack it. Yeah, and you said for the Super Bowl with Seth Joyner, Seth, even though Nick Foles was spectacular Sunday in the NFC Championship game, how much of an advantage do you think the Eagles have with their running backs, Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt, the former Patriot, trying to keep Tom Brady off the field and working clock? Well, to me, that's, that, that's crucial. Um, that is crucial because you've got, you know, you've you, you got to employ the run game. The Eagles have to dominate the time of possession. And one of the most crucial things, in my opinion, is minimizing the amount of possession. On average, you know, most offenses in the NFL, they're averaging somewhere around 10 to to 12 possessions per game. The Eagles, over the last two weeks, the divisional game in the NFC Championship, both teams got right around, got nine possessions per game. Now you think about, you know, when you're, when you're an offense, you know, you want as many possessions as you can get. But from a defensive perspective, we don't want to give Tom Brady that many possessions. 
how do we make that happen? We got to play some good defense. You know, we got to get them to kick some field goals. We got to get them to punt a little bit. We got to, you know, get some three and outs. But on the defensive, on the offensive side of the ball, we have to run the ball. We got to run the ball and we got to move the chains. We got to eat clock. You know, even in the last, the last, um, two playoff games for the Eagles, you know, they basically averaged, um, I want to say three to four double digit possessions where they just ate major clock. That's one of the reasons why the possessions was down to nine rather than, you know, the league average of, you know, 11 to 12. And that's what they're going to have to do. We're going to have to have a nice run of, you know, running plays, a, a good mix, good mixture of screens. I mean, th- this offense is, is well put together to give the Patriots defense all they can handle. Because what Bill Belichick normally does is he's going to take away your best option. He's going to make you win with what you don't want to win with. Well, you can take away Zach Ertz. Look at all the weapons that this offense has. It doesn't have a premier wide receiver or a premier running back. they got playmakers all over the place. And all season long, one guy has been the star one week. Another guy's been the star another week. Another. So you can take away Zach Ertz. What are you going to do you know, with Torrey Smith, and what are you going to do with Alshon Jeffries? You can take away Alshon Jeffries. What are you going to be able to do with Nelson Aguilar and, and, and Trey Burton? You know, you can take away J.H.I., but you're probably not going to take away both J.H.I., Corey, uh, Corey Clement, and, and LeGarrette Blunt. See, they got playmakers all the way across the board. They're, they're not a superstar-centric offense, so that's going to make – that's going to give – that's going to give the Patriots, you know, pure hell because you don't have any one guy to stop. Seth, we appreciate the information. Enjoy what you're doing on FS1. Thanks for coming on the show. We hope to see you in person next week in Minnesota. My pleasure. Anytime, my friends. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.